Hey, welcome to the Summerbrook Takeaway. I'm Tanner Treffin. I'm joined here by Pastor Joey Rumble. And Pastor Joey, I'm excited for a new series of Who Do You Say I Am? We're, like, we're getting into Easter, the heart of the matter. The biggest question that all of us need to answer is, who do you say Jesus is? I loved your message. Take up your cross this Sunday. Yeah, it was exciting. I'm pumped up to be about this new series, and it's fun digging into God's Word and the Gospels to look at it. Yeah, take up your cross, the big issue. Jesus said, if you want to be my follower, you got to take up uh, your cross. And so uh, I loved how you digged into the C.S. Lewis argument of Lord, liar, lunatic. Uh, any other thoughts on that for us? Yeah, I, I just think it's a, a simple, quick argument that you can really carry over to other people when you're helping discuss your faith in Christ and giving other people apologetically some confidence to uh, share about how Jesus is truly Lord. Yeah, and, and as you're talking uh, to Jesus with your family or friends, I feel like often you'll hear them say, like, oh, yeah, Jesus, man, he's got some good teachings, or well, he's a good guy, or whatever. But you can kind of challenge that, like, well, is he really good? Like, he told people he is God, and so you could challenge them to work out that argument. Like, he can't just say he's a good teacher. He's either Lord, liar, lunatic, and welcome in that type yeah, of thought. Yeah, because when they really think about it, it for his claims uh, to say he was God— and he really, if he really thought that and he wasn't, that, that'd be crazy. And then if basically one of the greatest, if he was lying about it, it would be one of the greatest hoax of all time. And you can't call someone like that a good moral teacher that they know they're lying. So you got to deal with that. And then so good teacher goes out. So it's either liar, lunatic, or Lord, who he says he is. Yeah. That's good, like how the Pharisees called him Baals above, like the devil himself. And if mm -hmm. he really was deceiving everyone, that truly bid, would have been satanic. But his works show yeah. uh, otherwise. So that's, that's good stuff. Um, what about with Peter? I like that skit you did with Adam up on the skit showing um, Peter and Jesus when Jesus says he's going to die and be crucified. Uh, you guys had that funny interaction there. Peter's like, no, no, Jesus, that's that's not for you. Um, and, and what if Peter, what if Jesus would have actually listened to Peter's words? So any other insights there? Yeah, um, it was fun using Adam again. We used him for the prodigal son, and he does such a great job. Just uh, He's got a real heart for outreach and evangelism. Just shout out to Adam there. Um, I, the more I digest it, that was strong, the rebuke Jesus made. So I really think, uh, for me personally, my opinion, that uh, the Lord was really seeing something in Peter's heart that he really needed to make sure that Peter's mind became more and more on the things of God than the things of man. And I think also, because that's in Scripture so that we would see it as Christ followers, that we need to take uh, more seriously having the mind of God in every situation. Peter was just trying to help Jesus out. He wasn't like, he's just like, hey, this ain't going to happen. You're not going to die. Trying to be more of an encouragement. And Jesus like, no, no, you don't have the, the mind of God in this situation. Yeah, that's actually speaking to me as you're talking about that. It makes me think like, as you try to take up your cross and follow Jesus in your life, you're going to have to make some hard choices that are going to be painful for others. And, and people might try to talk you out of it and, and try to bring you back into the easy choice and the comfortable yes. lifestyle. And, and they're not knowing it are going to be used by Satan to kind of keep you from your God-given yeah. purpose. And, and you got to be able to resist that. So you, we could end up talking people out of what God is saying for them to do, or they could with us. So yeah, it's, it's, it's huge when you think about it. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Before you speak, before you give your opinion, maybe pause, pray, and then speak. Instead yeah. Of just it, speaking first. Yeah. And in, in the discussion notes on the, the, uh, 
Church Center app, I have think, pray hard, but also think hard. Like really ponder this. Give it, give it some real uh, thought before you speak and step in. Yeah. Um, you were talking about uh, in Matthew 16, Jesus talks about how you, uh, you could gain the whole world uh, but lose your soul and, and how when are you willing to take up your cross and follow him and you come to the intersection, uh, the intersection that's the biggest deal of when your will goes against God's will, what are you going to do? Are you going to say, God, I'm Lord and I'm in control? Or are you going to bow the knee and say, God, uh, uh, I'm going to obey you? And I love that quote you shared um, for Andy Alcorn. Um, that, and it says, that to which is for God's glory is always for our good. Um, but that, that is not for God's glory is always for our harm. And so if we really trust that and believe that, it helps us uh, follow God no matter how hard it gets. Yeah, because you're wrestling with, uh, you know, you're wrestling with, is it God, do I follow God's will or my own? And when you remember, wait a second, everything that I do for God's glory is for my good. So you, I think you take one of the questions out of the wrestling match. You forget that it's for God's glory and for your good, that everything God has called you to do is for your good. So there's that wrestling match of, uh, you take it out of there and say, okay, I just need to obey God because this is for my good and for his glory. Yeah, and um, I think like in my own life, some things that are really hard that Jesus calls you to is forgiveness, um, that people that really hurt you, that you're really wounded by and offended by, um, that Jesus says forgive as you've been forgiven. And man, that is sometimes feels like such a big cross to take up. Um, but Jesus led the way. He's the example. He's on the cross, yeah. bleeding, and he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And so if we're going to be true Christians and true followers of Christ, we've got to be willing to follow God's way and forgive, um, even in the hard times like that. Yeah, so that's a, a big one we face. And so forgiveness is so important. I think another one that is common to us all is we all face discouragement. And, and be accept that you're going to get discouraged. But I think what we got to make sure we do, it's not God's will for us to stay discouraged. That we need to treat that as a dip, not a cul-de-sac where you stay there your whole life. But you lean into God and say, okay, I, my, my will is to keep having a pity party and stay discouraged. But God's will is to pull out of this. And so what is God telling me to do? What does his word say to be true, to pull myself uh, out of this discouragement, that intersection with God? And I, 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 one of the things that comes back to is uh, also, are you getting in God's word early in the morning? It's, especially if you're facing a bout of discouragement, start, man, it starts with getting in God's word and letting his love shower over you. The Psalms are huge uh, to help follow God's will and come out of discouragement. So uh, that's one of the ones I would struggle with and, and struggle with from time to time is discouragement. It's like, how do I, how do I pull out of this? How do I not stay discouraged but uh, have the faith and hope that God's called me to? Yeah, that's good. Um, and w with discouragement, I would encourage you to not be alone in that discouragement, but share it with somebody. I, I'm excited about like April 2nd, we're going to have a big community service outside, outdoor service. And what a great time to kind of connect with people and meet with your group members and, and share uh, how you're how you're doing and then have some fun. Uh, you're doing some Easter egg hunts uh, and then uh, Easter service on April 9th after that. Um, and for me, 
Uh, one place I feel like is always a struggle for me to obey God is just with an anxiety and stresses and, and fears of failure of just trying to do everything myself instead of uh, God wants me to trust him and give my cares and burdens to him and not just carry it all on my own. And so just every day saying, God, I trust you. Like you're in charge. This is your church. You know, you're, you're working through me. Help me not to do it all by myself. I wanted to give a shout out uh, to everyone who got baptized Sunday. I love Baptism Sunday. Uh, Ashley uh, Ransonette, Mallory Sinclair, Emma Luther in K-5, and then Scarlett Ashenfelder, fourth grader. Just want to say congrats to getting baptized and uh, so excited to watch uh, your life change and how you're taking up your cross. You say, no, I'm going to live, live God's will for the rest of my life, not my will. Yeah, and Scarlett's brother, Braden got baptized. Proud yeah. of you. Uh, yeah. Mary and Lucy, sisters, got baptized together, and so that was awesome. And then Izzy, Elizabeth Gray got baptized, and uh, it was really cool. Her mom was up there playing worship uh, on, on the guitar and singing for us as a church, and so just seeing that family, generations uh, getting saved and loving God was awesome. Yeah, it's exciting, really exciting. Cool. So the last question you brought up was, uh, where are you weak? Um, so any thoughts for us there? Oh, yeah. And coming back to discouragement or uh, you, you lose something, you, you have this uh, difficulty, and you just feel like, man, I can't get over this uh, weakness or Achilles heel, uh, that you're weak. And so learning to, okay, God, I am weak, so I'm running to you with this. I'm going to be dependent upon you. And that's where we experience God's strength. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. It's, it's a reminder. Uh, it's one of the reasons we do the takeaway podcast is to help people during the week remember it, the takeaway and, and, and the commitment they've made so that they can uh, realize that the spirit is willing even in their weaknesses. Yeah, and Mary and I feel a lot of times weak in our parenting with our three little ones. Um, and so, you know, when your kids are crying and we just feel like you don't have any more strength, uh, this is actually my takeaway uh, that when I'm feeling weak in my parenting, just to, just to lean on God. And, and you talked about how you're going to run somewhere. And so am I running to the TV or running to just something that's not going to actually help? Or am I running to God who is my fortress and my strength? Yeah, that's huge. That's really big. Um, I think... Um, in that weakness, like we're uh, in a set, there's a big sign up that you can get on the, the website for the ladies conference, the women's conference that the ladies are going on. You can uh, sign up. It's in September on a church website, but those relational pieces to help in your weakness, uh, it helps you to, you become dependent upon the Lord, but also, Hey, I can't go through this on my own. I need others to help me. And so I'm finding that to be huge when it comes to the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Where we're weak, he is strong. Amen. Yeah, we need each other. We need the Lord. So that's, that's good stuff. Any final thoughts for us, Pastor Joey? Uh, just, rem just remember to, uh, it's a daily process. <laughs> he said, take up your cross daily. One day you're going to think you got it. <laughs> and then the next day you wake up and all of a sudden a wave of discouragement or a wave of uh, anger or a wave of, man, what is going on? Or a wave of joy, and you're like in the zone in a good way. Uh, that you, it's a daily process. Um, I was doing a, an event, and one time, and and I was wondering about the weather, and it was a, a a race, and the guy I was doing the race with, he gave me some great advice because I was trying to plan it all out, and he goes, "You don't know for sure, Joey. We'll just see what the day brings." And so each day with the Lord, take up your cross daily. Yeah, and. 
and kind of taking up your cross can kind of seem pretty terrible. I mean, crucifixion's not pretty, yeah. but the the fleshly you is not pretty either. And so when you put yourself on the cross and allow yourself to obey God, you're a better self that day. You're going to make a bigger impact that yeah. day. And so as you do the hard road, as you you know die with Christ and, and live for him, God's going to use you mightily that day. So be encouraged and I know yeah. that God's working it for good. Yeah, and, and taking up your cross. Remember, we went I, on the stage, I went to the cross about the intersection. So remember what taking up your cross is when it's God's will or your will that it's always you take up your cross and you do it God's way. It's God's will. And so I think that's a a, a good reminder of t- taking up your cross. Good. So Sunbrook takeaway, if you want to make headway. You need a, a takeaway. Take so Pastor Joey, I shared mine already, but what was your takeaway from the message this Sunday? I, I think the quote by Randy Alcorn if it's for God's glory, it's for my good. If it's not for his glory, it's for my bad. Remembering God is there for my good. When Jesus rebuked Peter, Peter, it was for his good. He knew what he needed. And and for me, realizing that what I do for God's will is not only for his glory, it is for my good. Mm. And not to forget that. That's so good. Well, Sunbrook Church, we are praying for you. We love you. And we want you to make headway. So think about real quick, what is your takeaway? And then apply it to your life. Take up your cross and follow Jesus. He is for your good today. Amen.